So continuing with the trend of that, I only come up with good ideas after we finish recording. I mm. came up with a really good joke. Uh, so or not a joke, but let's just like a commercial idea, because when we were talking about the Guns N' Roses car at the Daytona 500 and I was like, yeah. man, uh, Legacy missed a uh, missed a, a great branding opportunity where like they could have had like, like Eric Jones comes down pit road and they're like, oh, we're out of fuel. And then when they go to fuel the car up, instead of a fuel filler, it's just like the jack for an electric guitar and like Slash just plugs into his car and starts shredding. And then you see like his fuel gauge going up and then they like send him off after that. <laughs> and I was like, man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> oh he's, my he's gas man. So. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut up, man. Well, it's like, did you ever see that Amp Energy commercial back in the day where the guy tries to jumpstart the chick's car by putting the jumper cables on his nipples? And he's, like, dancing super hard, and then he, like, drinks an amp and starts dancing harder, and it starts her car. <laughs> no, I don't remember it's that. So that is awful. Oh, my God. I got to post it here That's afterwards. Awesome. It's that a classic. Awesome. It was, that like, is... right when they sponsored Junior, too. And I was like, that oh, my awesome. God. That is such a good commercial. Are you kidding me? That is horrendous. Oh, someone got a raise for that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoever was at the board meeting and said that, like, let's go. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh... Tell you what, Joe. Yeah, I had some... I was I was uh, content this week. I was in some content. Yeah, you did some Sebring. I did some Sebring content. We streamed the race. Um... <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. Who cares? We had a weak link. Darren Ingram. It's totally it ruined our race. Good lord, that man was booty, butt booty ass cheeks. Oh my god. Uh, you know whatever. <laughs> it's fun. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. But man, Darren was bad. That was one of his worst showings in like any race I've seen him in ever. <laughs> he was ten seconds slower average lap time than Weaver. Oh my god. <laughs> I think his fastest lap time was also like a second and a half slower than Weaver's. It was crazy. Crazy. But we we had Tommy and I and and Weaver Weaver was pretty consistent. He didn't put too many too much too much too much team put a foot wrong really for the most part. We had a good pace though. And and again, it was a day with the boys and that's always a good time. And 7th um, in class, 10th overall in your split. Seventh in class, tenth overall. We finished ahead of, so we ran the P two car. So there's GTP, P two, and the G, the GT three. We we finished ahead of more GTP cars than we did P two cars. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we finished ahead of most of the GTP field. It sounds oh like the gosh. GTP guys uh, didn't know what they were doing. They were not good. No, oh. not good. And then I called a race. You did finally, nice. finally called another race. I called the USR Cup race, mm-hmm. which was fun. I didn't tell Joe until after that I was three beers deep the whole time, but it made for a good it made for good broadcasting. Yeah, had a surprise surprise interview at the end at the request of Davey. <laughs> Matt, did you see that? Uh, was it the Noah clip? I'm assuming. Yeah, or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one was a little intense. I didn't. Weaver and I were like, "Yeah, let's get Noah in here." Noah's Noah wants to have a good interview. Noah's. You know, Noah's a little testy right now. It'll be a fun runs interview. everyone down. It was, it was, it was. We were, Weaver and I were like, 
<laughs> the interview's going on, we're just slowly more and more for the video listeners, for the video watchers, I guess technically, we're just like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> well, hey, you know, nice. I donating good... to the JTN Swear jar. Yeah, still so. haven't yeah. gotten that money, so. <laughs> I had a I had a good combined racing classes moment also because i went racing on saturday and i got to race my brother for the first time in like 10 years Hell yeah! and it's it's really funny because we're on the same team so we have the same jerseys same pants both have long blonde hair and we both have red frames and so it was probably a nightmare for the announcer and then we both made the main event there was like seven guys in our class of course we started right next to each other in both races and then literally on the start for the main he immediately came unclipped with his right foot and almost crashed into me and i was like man wouldn't it have been awesome if we just piled it up, only the two of us, <laughs> immediately out of the gate? Like, <laughs> it would have been really funny. We didn't, but we ended up finishing fourth and fifth, and it was fun. The Steelman, so. Steelman show. Yep. You know, I'm pulling for. <laughs> oh, man. That's it was a good, good time, though. Joe, any, any fun things this weekend? I just I watched Michigan hockey with friends and... We're oh, going cool. to the Frozen Four down in Tampa, so that's cool. The team nice. is. I'm not because it's a yeah. Thursday night. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a pretty <laughs> big trip to just nonchalantly. They want 150 dollars <laughs> for tickets for student tickets. Oh, that, that is for college. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming I would hope they're good tickets at 100. I mean, you get you say so what it is is you get like both games on Thursday because there'll be two games, right? Kind of like how basketball does. I don't mm-hmm. know, but they're just like back to back games. Yeah, and uh, hundred. He said it's one hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's just a ticket. Gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna say what I want to say. I ain't, that, that's that's extortion. That's what that is. Extortion. Mm. That's ridiculous. It's a racket. That's ridiculous, and they're not gonna help us like get down there either. They're not like, oh, we'll give you, you know, we'll do a big transportation group thing on a bus or something. No, hell no. no it's man. a racket. A racket. I also uh. I talked a little bit about this pre-show, but as you can tell by that and by the sunburn, I did go snowboarding on Sunday. And I did do something for the first time in 15 years of snowboarding is I hurt myself. Oh, um, I, like I bit my lip. <laughs> it did. It's not too bad, but I did bite my lip because uh, I've never been able to ride yeah. switch dance. And so I was practicing that and I was just kind of like pure. That's why you weren't racing like, Saturday. Well, I was BMX racing on Saturday. I went snowboarding yesterday. Yeah, just same. run with the joke. No. Uh, <laughs> I was doing real racing on Saturday. Um, but so I was just like pirouetting and I did like three spins in a row riding switch side. I was like, I'm doing it. I could ride switch. And then I immediately fell straight backwards and bit my lip. And I just like sat there and like spit out blood a few times for like 30 seconds. And I was like, that's what I get. Yep. <laughs> it's literally the only injury I've ever had snowboarding though. So I remember a couple of times I used to like, this only this only happened a few times. I forget like what we did about it. I think I just like eventually tra- trained myself to not do it. But like, I would kind of notice while I raced carts, I would like kind of do that. Uh, do that. Oh like, yeah. Nothing. There's like no other comfortable place to like. It's kind of just a habit or whatever. And I'd be like, man, if something happened, I would bite my tongue off. So yeah. I would. Uh, I think one time I used like a rag, put like a rag in my mouth instead, mm. just to like not do that. Like Richard Petty in the like fifties or whatever. Yeah. Get a mouth guard. That I think too, we ended yeah. up trying a mouth guard, but it was lame, so I didn't do it. It's <laughs> like, this is stupid. Fair I'm enough. wearing a helmet. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, do we want to get into things? Do we. We, uh. 
cares? Let's just let's let's just free ball it this week. Let's do it. No NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't study for this test. I had one before we started recording. Um, <laughs> anyways, fake racers podcast. You know the drill, folks. I'm Joe. That's Davey. Matt down below. Uh, you guys have been killing it on numbers on YouTube, so thank you. Um, we've seen like significant up in the numbers. Appreciate you guys so so much. Um, but yeah, don't know why that is. We think it's because we're doing really good. So tell us below why it is. It's because we rock, Joe. It's because we rock. We rock. Um, but anyways, let's let's just get into it. Tyler Reddick, impressive win from Coda. Mm. Um, dominant car. Fastest guy all weekend. And, it, you know, strategy kind of got him out of the lead. But. Fended him off. I mean, I, it was going to be a. There's going to be some upset people if Tyler Reddick didn't win that race with after the speedy ad. But um, they sure made him work for it. I was Those waiting for him not to win it. I, mean, I was going to say. The, not fun. The rest of the field colluded to be like, what if we just, like, found a way to make Tyler Reddick lose this race by <laughs> just wrecking every 30 seconds. So. Yeah. It, it was like if you were like, if you were three rows back or more from the leader, you were uh, going to do something stupid. And it just miraculously didn't happen to get to Tyler at any point. Yeah. Like, really. It was, it's, it's kind of amazing. I was like, sure, I was sure that someone was going to send it hard enough to get into the leader at some point, but it never happened. They kept all the... I mean, they were still stupid. It was still dumb, but they didn't get to the leaders, which I was surprised by. But good good for Tyler Reddy. First one with 23-11. Um, mm-hmm. Kurt Busch got a little emotional in the booth seeing him on the on the white flag lap, which I thought was great. I thought that was cool. Shows yeah, how so much he cares. People being weird about that. I don't, not even any reason to pay that any mind. I know. Uh, yeah. No no commentator has ever been excited for a driver or emotional for them. This is literally the first time it's ever happened, yeah. obviously. Stop being... <laughs> You know, I uh, I have a problem sometimes when our the commentators are biased towards their drivers, but you know when it's what Fox is doing with the guest commentator, it's a little different, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Kurt and and the other thing is too, Kurt doesn't have any. I don't think. I assume. I'm sure there is, but he doesn't have like a bunch to gain by Tyler Reddick winning, right? Yeah, he's part of 2311. Yeah, he's got whatever whatever deal he's doing, driver coaching, whatever it is. Whatever his position officially is there. I don't know it. I don't know if they've said what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's just consultant or whatever it may be. Um, to see that emotion out of him, right? Like, I think that, that was the first time it kind of hit me that, dang, it, it, he, he could be, like, done-done. Right, because mm-hmm. yeah. they've been saying, "Well, we're gonna try to get him part time. We'll try to get him in a car uh, as we can, whatever." But I don't know. Yesterday, kind of pointed towards uh, probably not ever again. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be like because that is I know probably I know. likely. I don't want to be too doom and gloom about it or speculative. Um, but it does, at the very least, it's it's at the very least indicative of like the journey he's been on, how tough it must have been, how much the people at twenty three eleven probably mean to him because it's probably one of the most vulnerable points he's ever been at in his entire career in motorsports, and for him to be that emotional about a driver that's new to the team, like he must be really close or integral to like mm-hmm. operations or the drivers well, I mean, that's or something team. that's going on. Yeah, exactly. So it it was nice to see that level of care from a driver who like we know cares and we know like like 
just Kurt Busch, who he is, like, I don't know. It Somewhere in there, I'm making a good point. He's just, <laughs> Kurt, Bush, Kurt Busch had his past, and, like, you kind of see Kurt Busch a certain way, and, like, he's, like, the kooky, fun uncle now that he's kind of <laughs> calmed down. But, like, to see him, like, genuinely care and show that much emotion, it was, it was nice. I liked it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be kind of bittersweet, because, like, obviously seeing somebody else win in your race car is probably not easy. But at the same time, it it kind of speaks to the whole team aspect of the whole thing is that it's not just like, oh, it's my race car. It's these like all of my guys have a damn good driver in the car and they're still going to be successful even if I can't do it. So, yeah, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Yep. So you got that strategies <laughs> with no stage breaks, of course. Uh, strat- I liked it. Mm hmm. So I know I came into I came into the voice channel that Davey was in and some of the some of the USORL guys during the race before I went off to watch the hockey game. And uh because I was so impressed with Billy Scott and their willingness to just say, Okay, our strategy isn't gonna work. We're gonna cut our losses now. Um, there after stage two was over. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were going to try to do a three-stop thing, and it was not going to work at all. Mm. Um, maybe it would have with the way the cautions ended up falling, but it was not going to work <laughs> at all. And uh, pretty much, you know, Tyler makes that stop, extra stop he has to make. He comes out, I think, 10 seconds, 7 seconds behind the leader and drives yeah, by gap, everybody yeah. in 10 mm. laps. Like <laughs> Unreal, yeah. Yeah, I I think it was and going back to like the the all encompassing aspect of it, like the no stage cautions. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a resounding success, so far at least. Uh, you know, I I I don't expect it to be any different for the other road courses. I wonder now what that might propel NASCAR into doing in the future. I don't. I'm sure there's not any immediate plans to like make this a change for like other racetracks other than the road courses, but. I mean, you never know. There should be. There should be. I agree. I 100% agree there should be. But it is NASCAR, and, you know, I think it's a step in the right direction. I think this proves that it could work, and at least the idea is probably rattling around in their skull a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking at you, Davey, but it is funny that way you're like, it could work, and it's like, yeah, it, it could work that you don't arbitrarily stop the race in the middle to bunch everybody back up. I meant it could work as in, like, yeah. it could be the thing that launches NASCAR back into going to, yeah. you know, a race yeah. that's uninterrupted by <laughs> stage cautions. Yeah, you no, knew it, what I meant. Yeah, I know. It just, like, it I yeah. came across as I was like, that is really funny. Um, yeah, no, it because that was the thing that was always great about, like, Sonoma and Watkins Glen back in the day was there was this kind of cat and mouse game about where almost being in the lead at certain points was a disadvantage because you kind of ran the whole race in reverse strategy wise. So you mm-hmm. wanted to run long in your last uh, stop and stages kind of killed that whole thing because there was, you know, kind of a methodical way to move up. And so I really enjoyed going back and watching highlights and, it, and, and catching up with everything that I missed of them not stopping the whole field to kind of just put everybody onto the same pit strategy and there is kind of a tonal dissonance too of like hearing them announce like, "And here's your stage winner," and they just keep going, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." So I big thumbs up. I liked it a lot. So yeah, I think if we see it be like 
maybe not be successful. I think if we see it improve the racing throughout the year, which I assume that it I will. I think it did this courses, weekend. It definitely oh, yeah. did this week. If we, I think, I think if we see it continue, there is a moderate chance that some chatter gets into NASCAR's ear about making this an all-season thing, which I would like. I don't know if they do it for this year. Um, no, yeah, they wouldn't. But going for next year, I mean, obviously, like the Bristol Dirt Race, if that sticks around, you're not going to be able to do it for that. You're going to want to just keep it because do the, the state. Yeah, the whole appeal yeah. is okay. I don't have to bring pit crews to this race. Yeah. Um, the same thing with the standalone races; they'll probably still have stage breaks. Uh, they mm-hmm. they still have stage breaks this year when Xfinity goes to Portland and trucks go to Mid Ohio and Milwaukee. Or I guess Milwaukee doesn't count, but they go to Mid Ohio. I think still. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Again, it's just, like you said, step in the right direction. Hopefully it opens some eyes and gets people moving away from all these really stupid restarts. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, with with NASCAR is that they're in an incredibly unique position where they run on so many different types of tracks. So you can be flexible with your rules if you have to. You know, like, it, it it's kind of apples to oranges, but if you go to... F1 and you say like, oh, we're going to run stage cautions at Monza or whatever and not anywhere else. And it's like, yeah, Monza is a different track, but it's still fundamentally the same idea, right? But NASCAR, mm-hmm. it's okay to run a different rule set for how you race control on, say, a three-mile road course or a half-mile dirt track because they take different, you know, it requires different amounts of effort to run right. and it also races completely differently. So if they, if they want to stick with with stage cautions on, say, normal ovals, but for road courses or even something like Daytona and Talladega, if they get rid of stages, then that's fine, you know. So mm. we'll see. It's a good point. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Um, there's a lot of talk about respect after this race. Um, Is there? I didn't, know, I didn't realize. Didn't you know. <laughs> I just want to say the funniest part about it is I know a lot of this kind of got drawn up because of those those road guys or the, the ringers, whatever you want to say. Because um, mm-hmm. I think Kimmy Raikkonen had a couple comments. Jensen Button had a lot of comments. Jordan Taylor had some comments about it, yep. about mm-hmm. not realizing like how much people used each other up. I think Kimmy was like pretty like disgusted with it from what I heard. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Kimmy, yeah. Um. My first thing is I don't know what, what else they expected because this isn't anything new. And I don't think it's getting worse than it has been. I just think we gave the drivers this weekend more opportunities to do the stupid stuff that they've been doing for the last however many years since the whole NA18D fiasco with not being able to pass on long green flag runs. And I think that's just hard-coded in these drivers' brains now that, okay, any restart, I need to just be aggressive and push people out of the way. But I'll, I'll open the floor. Yeah, no, I, I do, I don't think it's all that bad that the the drivers that came in were kind of like taken aback by the contact because, I mean, we do have races where it is particularly bad, um, like the end of this one, but like we won't, like we won't go to Sonoma and have this kind of racing. Mm-mm. We won't. We just won't. We likely won't go to Watkins Glen and have this kind of racing. We'll go to Indianapolis Road Course. We'll probably have this kind of racing. I think it is, you know, it's it's very track dependent. We, I, we, I mean, who knows about the Chicago Street Course? I haven't. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't. Well, I haven't seen a layout for it. I I think the only thing we'll have with the Chicago Street Course is a bunch of ninety degree is, turns. 
I think the only thing we'll have with the Chicago street course is, is track blockage from smaller incidents rather than maybe people bouncing off each other. Um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, it comes, it goes back to like, just the, like we've said this for, since the beginning of this podcast, since its inception, it is a driver problem. And it is like when you said that, like I kind of gave a face when you said that yeah. it, it's been happening for however many years, but I, I was kind of thinking more long term. But yeah, since NA18D, this has been kind of the norm, unfortunately, for tracks that have like large deltas, differences in speed between their straightaways and the corners and, and where there's large braking zones and especially heading from a restart you know, a lot of opportunity to gain and lose under braking. And you can gain as much as you want under braking if someone's in front of you. And so a lot of drivers utilize that. Ross Chastain, Joey Logano. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, that's just how it is. Kyle Larson. Yeah, Kyle Larson. Yeah, that's... A... He had a bad one. He did have a bad one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. I mean, there's there were very few innocent drivers yesterday. And it's you know I kind of agree. I agree that it's I'm a little I'm a little disgusted oh, by it. It's yeah. not great. Like I I know it's the norm, but I don't think these guys should come in here and expect that to be the norm. Like I feel like we like something needs to change. Like there we can't we can't keep wadding them up into each other every chance we get. And how do we police that? That's hard. That's hard. That's a hard thing to tackle in a sport where contact is. You know, it borders on encouraged. Borders. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. Before and I ramble too long. When, when you were talking about course-specific stuff, that was something that was on my mind, too, is Coda is a Herman Tilke, or Tilke design, which he is notorious for designing tracks with incredibly long straightaway into incredibly tight first corner. And Indianapolis fits into that same uh, kind of template. So mm. it's almost like... And then when you combine it with the current crop of drivers and the problems they have with racing each other with respect, like you're almost asking for it to happen at that point. Like like you're saying, it's not going to happen at Sonoma because there's no point on that track that's really like that except the hairpin. Um, and even then, it's still not a great setup to just absolutely dive bomb people. And you're not going to see that at Watkins Glen or even when we used to go to Road America because those have even their... They're very tight first corners, but they're fast. So you're not mm -hmm. going to just absolutely launch it into somebody like that. Yeah, and so, also with Watkins Glen, they have a, like a mile of runoff that they yeah, that too, use too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Coda, you know, so it, does Coda. Tur but turn one at Coda is like two hundred and seventy degree turn, though. It's that's, like a that's the problem. Yeah, that's the thing too is you're basically hitting somebody head on when they dive bomb you. So, it's it's just like a you're basically just asking for it, especially when you have this problem with drivers not treating each other with respect. Run the course mm -hmm. in reverse. <laughs> It would almost, it would, I was thinking that it would almost be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, and, and again, too, with the, with all the other guys coming in and racing, like you were saying, Joe, that, you know, it's not anything new, but I think a big part of that also is it doesn't necessarily show everything that happens in the kind of, in the pack and uh, mm -hmm. kind of in like the nitty gritty area where people are just banging off each other for 25th, basically. So. I'm sure they saw that and they're like, oh, it's a little crazy on restarts, but I'll be ready. And then you're like, I'm getting used up 10 laps into this run for 20th. Like, what the mm -hmm. hell's going on right now? Yeah. It's, yeah. I, it's just, it, it's, a, it's a very fine line that needs to be tread 
because now there's the whole I hear people starting to throw out, oh, should NASCAR police it? Should well, obviously drivers can't police it themselves. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know Kyle Busch making scoffs in the media isn't helping anything. Um, that interview of him right next to Ross Chastain and then saying, oh, "Yeah, and there's one of the guys that's the problem right there." Was awesome. <laughs> well, see that, and that um, the funny thing about that too is like what we've talked about in the past, where with you know the driver trying to be kind of the voice is nobody's going to take Kyle Busch seriously no. when he's just as guilty of doing it for the last ten years as everybody else. Yeah, and he's he's not wrong, but nobody's going to take it seriously. Unfortunately, Kyle gives you more room though. True, yeah. Like, if Kyle's going to run you over, he's going to run you over. He's not going to make a mistake and run you over. Yeah, true. If, I think if that's, he ran into you, he meant to. Ross Chastain will run into you. Joey Logano will run into you. Daniel Suarez will run into you. You know, Kyle yeah. Larson will run it because they're... I, I'm just going to go down my list. Uh, X-Driver will run into you because they made a mistake. And they didn't yeah. respect mm-hmm. you. Kyle Busch respects yeah. you, and then he'll run you over because you know he wants to run you over. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of goes back, like, the, like the joke, like, "Oh, we live in a society, and you, like you participate in it." I mean, I, at the same time, like, it's kind of impossible for any driver to call it out because everyone has to do it. If you're not doing it, mm-hmm. you get taken advantage of week in, week out. I mean, you, we, I mean, CC Ryan Blaney and Eric Jones. It's a story as old as time that rookie drivers come in. Joey Logano, for example, he's like a he's a monster that the Cup Series like ethos created yeah you know sat there I, and got run over for however many years and now he's who he is jumping forward slightly because we're gonna talk about this later sheldon creed's a perfect example of that too because like i think a lot of us would agree that sheldon creed's one of the few like up-and-coming drivers or that is still pretty respectful and pretty clean and we've seen how the last year or so of xfinity has gone for him as he gets used up like crazy every time he's near the front so hmm. yeah he's done his fair share of stuff yeah um anyways i'm not up in my sheldon creed lore everyone's everyone's poop stinks <laughs> yeah daniel suarez though he's gonna have to he pay was... oh boy he he's was... gonna have to pay some money because uh yeah i don't uh, we gave we gave ty gibbs the 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 you know yell down whatever you want to call it um Dan Suarez, man. Oh, buddy. Can't do that. Can't do that. Um, he was hitting everybody. He was just not happy with Alex Bowman for some reason. I guess Alex yeah. ran him over, but then Ross ran Alex over. Or I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, so that was so originally I thought what he was mad about is because Ch- it was like Briscoe punted Chastain into Bowman into Suarez. So it started like four cars back. Not to say that Alex Bowman wasn't absolutely dive bombing the hell out of turn one. Not everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's uh, jumping off the bridge here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so like originally I thought he was like, oh, I'm pissed at Alex Bowman because he spun me out. And then he got pissed at Chastain too. So I was like, maybe he like went and confronted Bowman and Bowman was like, dog, I had nothing to do there. And then he went and got mad at Chastain. But then they, they posted the radio transmission and his crew was telling him like, yeah, man, your teammate just dumped him into you. So I, I don't know what, what he was just mad yeah, at everybody. It was, it was yeah, he was probably just pissed off in general. Yeah. Not anyone in particular having a bad day. And um, like, I get that. It's it definitely not a good look, but I get it. Yeah. Again, it just, it goes back to this whole idea that all these drivers are complaining about respect, but none of them are giving it 
either because like Davy said you know you're gonna get used up and you know don't don't do it you're done yeah um but it's it again drawing the parallels to what we talked about with ty gibbs last year where he's he made the oh well i need to you know learn from my mistakes like you can't use yeah, those ty, types of excuses you for yourself <laughs> <laughs> um so it, it's just it's so frustrating it's it was frustrating to watch the end of that race yeah and it and i am i've been vocal about it before i'm not a fan of post-race bumper cars um and especially not on pit road not on pit road I, if you want to go tap somebody after the race and you're sure. still out there on yeah. a hot racetrack but not on pit road, not on pit lane yeah now there's people so, that's dumb so it's stupid like i'll say we like daniel suarez here but it's okay to criticize the people that you like so it's okay to to call a duck a duck yeah you should hold the people that you like to higher standards so what's wrong it's got a notification on my phone uh-huh. uh big machine racing started following me on instagram yeah <laughs> that's not gonna that's gonna go away someone made a mistake <laughs> someone didn't mean to do that parker kligerman super fan davy hazard he followed me <laughs> parker kligerman super fan he got followed by parker kligerman on the big machine racing account 100 percent <laughs> i had uh, that happen the other day the official rocks. like supercross on nbc page started following me on twitter because i'm like the only person tweeting about supercross so they were like oh we gotta <laughs> follow him <laughs> dude that's pretty cool does husky chocolate still follow fake racers dude, that is oh, un- that's unbelievable i we still need husky chocolate by the way i'm gonna check because for a while it was like they followed like a few athletes that they sponsor and then us but they, they followed still... fake racers podcast and ricky yeah yeah they followed ricky that's right i still couldn't i still can't believe that that makes me so angry let's see uh bastards i'll keep you guys up to date if that's if that happens to last they follow tgi fridays for some reason (laughs) they can follow tgi fridays but they can't follow me they can't they still follow ricky yeah uh they follow waffle house (laughs) uh Let's see. The hell do they follow Ricky? That's crazy. <laughs> they probably just forgot. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't think they follow fake racers anymore. Wow. Oh no. Davey would have the like easiest this. access to that. I don't think they ever followed the fake racers account. Oh man, think... maybe it was they just followed Ricky. They only maybe, followed yeah. Ricky is the thing. That's funny. Which anyway. makes me even matter. I'd like... rather have them I'd rather them have unfollowed. <laughs> okay. like... <laughs> All right, AJ Allmendinger unfollowed Sheldon Creed by bumping him out of the way to take the victory. <laughs> that he did. That is not grammic- or grammatically incorrect. Grammarly. So. Grammarly. Grammarly. I love using Grammarly for emails, man. Grammarlatically. Um, Allmendinger wins second straight race at Coda. Good on him, I guess. Um, I don't know. I was working on school assignments during this. Kind of had this race on on the side. Wasn't like it was good racing. Wasn't like bad racing, just mm-hmm. it's just Xfinity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People used each I mean, other up. I thought the Xfinity race was pretty good too. Is that yeah. I actually enjoyed it. I mean, it, people bump each other for wins all the damn time. I was get, I, I know I said the thing about Sheldon Creed earlier, but I just want to say I have no strong opinions about what happened. Um, yeah, so. AJ Allmendinger <laughs> should be ashamed of himself. Sheldon Creed was holding up the top five. Yeah, <laughs> yep, that dude. 
I have like, noticed that. No the, one the wanted internet. to say that. Like, literally, it was AJ and Sheldon, then all of a sudden, William Byron catches up, and then, I don't know, Justin, someone else catches up, and then a fifth car, and then AJ's like, all right, I'm done, bumps him. I do, I love that, like, when, for every single incident that happens on track, everybody acts like the person who is at fault for it killed their family or something, because they're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened! as Sheldon Creed spins and doesn't hit anything. Like, yeah, it sucks, but <laughs> he's going to be okay. Oh, darn. He still finished top 10. Yeah. Ah, uh, shucks. Shucks. So. Dang it! <laughs> Frick! Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, it is what it is. It happens. Yeah, I don't... Whatever. Cool for AJ Allmendinger. I like seeing him succeed and be successful because he's a happy... He's When he wins, he's, like, excited. So, I'll take that. Yeah. Speaking of, I want to go back to the broadcast real quick. The cup broadcast. When they put Chase Elliott. I know Chase Elliott actually had good insight. I will say that. He, he was not bad in his role in the booth, quote unquote. Um, in the booth they, in Colorado. Yeah, but when they put him on screen, it's like, Hey, Chase Ball Ball, happy to see you. Uh, happy to have you here. And how are you doing? And Chase was like, I'm doing fine. Hey guys, happy to be here, and I'm doing fine. Um, you know, it's weird seeing that nine car out on track. Um, <laughs> my my dad for the last seven years, apparently. My dad, <laughs> my dad, like looked at the screen. He was like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> <laughs> it's his tone of voice. It, it's, oh, that's yeah, all yeah. it is. Yeah, he yeah. was he was at like the more I listened to him on the broadcast, he actually had good things to say, but he just was like he just looked He's too so monotone. Unpleasant and unhappy to the, be the, there. But he seemed fine. So like yeah, his yeah, body language like so his body language was good, right? That's just how he sounds. <laughs> but his like face, I you think people would be used to it. He has no now. face like he doesn't emote. <laughs> It's like his it's like his face was like dr- he's like drugged up like he couldn't like move. Like, probably he probably is. was. Yeah, <laughs> might be. <laughs> he just like took dying. he took his Vicodin for the day and then they were like, oh, I gotta take you to the broadcast. That's right. <laughs> the worst part is he's been more active on his social media too. Yeah, it's actually been decent. It's so it's so interesting. It's so interesting what happens when you're not trying to just be race car driver guy. <laughs> crazy he's like what do i do with all my time now? actually careful, be more likable careful chase we might we might start to know who you are yeah <laughs> we might start to root for you be for more than just your dale jr's follow-up and bill elliott's son woohoo yeah. <laughs> and you drive a hendrick car ah and jeff gordon's protege yeah jesus christ he literally got every fan base didn't he <laughs> my god uh, um jesus Xfinity booth was fun because they had Logano and Kozlowski up there. Yep. And you always. can tell when those guys are at odds, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It? it was, uh... Oh, God, they had Logano and somebody else, and they were talking about Logano losing to the... It was, uh... Or, no, it was Blaney and somebody else earlier in this year where they kept talking about Blaney, like, finishing behind them or something. It was really It was funny. Blaney and Dylan, probably. I think that's what it was. I can't remember which booth it was, but it's either Blaney and Dylan I, I was, or Blaney and Logano. It's I, I, it's always funny when you get like the two drivers who like have raced each other very recently, and they're still like those, like they're joking about it, but you know, can it irritates one of them a lot. <laughs> so 
Oh yeah, they immediately brought up Atlanta last week with Brad and Logano. So <laughs> like, Adam Alexander, man, he does not hold punches up there. I Adam, uh, he is really I, good. Underrated. I like Adam Alexander. I Same, really like yeah. him. Yeah. You can tell I he's think, got plenty of reps under under his belt too. So Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. think sometimes people stiff him as like he's too goofy or he's like the he like doesn't really say much, but like he's not there to like he's there to do the color commentary, you know, you have the two drivers to be analysts. Like he's mm. not supposed to he's supposed say air traffic like control. overtly smart. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's yeah. a hard job. Especially with you know, the drivers I'm sure have like a little bit of an idea of what to do, but like mm. they, essentially they have no training or experience for the it's most really part. hard when one of your guys is drunk too um i made the broadcast better <laughs> and i did it for and i did it for free zane smith um keeps 38th winning streak alive at coda he's on fire yeah literally chose <laughs> looking at me because he's not happy with the <laughs> joke i made <laughs> or he wanted to make it himself and i beat him too. no <laughs> So whatever I didn't want to make. Glad you're working on your layups, Davey. Yep. Um. Can I say? I score somehow. I'm good at basketball. (laughs) Uh, an impressive, impressive truck race. I thought. Um, they had a lot of green flag runs. Kyle Busch did a funny. Uh, Just overruled his crew chief. He was like, "Nope, I'm staying out." (laughs) Nope. He, he pulled a Lightning McQueen. Tires? I don't need tires. Just yeah. gas. And then he needed tires. And then he needed gas. <laughs> well, <laughs> needed some. Speaking of needing tires, big shout out to my pick not even making the race. Oh, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to double check oh, yeah. that too when I read the tweet and I was like, I picked Bowman, didn't I? God damn it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is actually, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to hijack this conversation right now, right here. And uh, complain about Parker Kligerman's Saturday. Um, it was the worst ever. Oh, jeez. He had mechanical failure, failures like out of or it, like out of the top five or near the top five in both races on Saturday. So better what than Jimmy Johnson Sunday. I was... Let's not even talk about that because that <laughs> was, was unbelievable. I was going to say, yeah, we didn't even mention him not even completing a lot. <laughs> like, I told Joe this, but it was like insult to injury because I had just got to, like, Saturday was like crushing. Like, Parker Klingerman had, like, probably had almost winning speed in the truck course. race. Yeah. It's a road course. And, and like, I was expecting him to be quick on the in the Xfinity car as well, but he was, like, actually making a lot of time. Like, he was getting up there. And I like Dev like just p- pulled the rug out from under me. We get to Sunday, the race starts. Jimmy's kind of you know whatever. He didn't get a good starting spot, but still, it's cool to see him race, right? He, there's the nope. wreck. I see him come down pit road, and like the the rear quarter is like away from the car, and I'm like, what happened? And they show one replay from that onboard where like the dude I forget who it was that spun Ty into Dillon. him. It was Ty Dillon. Yeah, Ty Dillon gets spun into him. I see Jimmy Johnson go roundy rooskies, and then they play the damn commercial outro music and go to commercial. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what just happened? It's uh, it's over like that, and I didn't even get to really see it. This is stupid. And then and then I didn't really care about the race all that much. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just watch it whatever that is just like for the way the last like three years of jimmy's nascar career went that's just so extremely on brand like (laughs) i i I don't know why i expect anything different at this point (laughs) 
<laughs> like at least at Daytona, like he had a little bit of speed, was kind yeah. of running around up there, but yeah, whatever. Yep. What's up, Joe? What you thinking? I mean, Jimmy's probably still ahead of Ty Dillon in points, so <laughs> you know I'm gonna check. Hang on. <laughs> I think Ty's only gotten a point each and every race. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Jimmy did get wrecked out of the 500, so it's probably tied. Finished last. <laughs> I think Jimmy at least finished like somewhere around 20. I'm trying to, Could I'm be so wrong. okay. Let me hold on. I'm going. Yeah, to I'm looking at this up right now. All right. Um, uh, Justin Haley still dead last with negative seven points. Well, yeah, but um, Jimmy that's... Johnson is. 38th with 11 points. Uh, he's behind Travis Pastrana still. Uh, mm-hmm. Ty Dillon's at 32. So. Oh, okay. So he's got more points than I thought he did. Yeah. Good what, for him. How's, how's Ty Dillon finished this year? Let's see. How many point, wait, how many points does he have? 32. He's 32 points. 21 points ahead of Jimmy. Oh. Jimmy Johnson has 11 points. I thought you yeah. said he was like 32nd in points. No. Well, he's 33rd. 30. No. Oh. <laughs> Ty's finishes this year are 40th, 31st, 34th, 30th, 23rd, 39th. So. Chase Elliott's still ahead of him in points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Chase Elliott bar. <laughs> when will you pass Chase? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh my god. I can't get enough of this, man. I just can't. Yeah. Still seeing Justin Haley at negative seven is so funny. <laughs> that, so their appeal is next week. Hendrix is this week. Mm. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see if Rick Hendrix going to pony up and instead of paying $400,000 to the NASCAR Foundation, he wants to pay it to the Motorsports Appeals Panel. <laughs> um, get that penalty oh, reduced. Yep. <sighs> so, And that was anyway. the truck race. That's the truck. That was the truck race. <laughs> oh my god! Carson Hosevar was mid again. Um, don't don't know what. I don't know a, what's going to take him to win. He had a brake failure and then on his way to get back to pit road, also broke an axle. So in the truck race, that was mm. bad. Um, and I didn't catch what happened to him in the Xfinity race. I derecked. Oh. I don't know if something broke and he wrecked or he got wrecked, but he wrecked. Um. Anything else you guys want to talk about from Coda? Um, Bubba Wallace's interview is really weird, but understandable. Yeah, he's probably just frustrated at himself. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but literally nothing that's... else he could do. And I'm sure the first thing he probably saw on social media was people like yelling at him because he ran into Kyle Larson mm. because he had no brakes. Yeah, people forget Kyle Larson did that last year at Indy. Yeah. Really, really did that way worse actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I do. I do want to talk. About, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say I did see somebody saying like, dude, it was like Kyle Larson was a weapon last year, and they included that clip, and I was like, I don't know if him with no breaks at Indy is the one to be like, look at how bad Kyle Larson was last year. Did he hit somebody? <laughs> he did, but he was trying to avoid the pack of cars in front of him. Ty Dillon. <laughs> yeah, Ty Dillon. <laughs> Ty Dillon. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> he like launched it of off him. into the infield to try to get away yeah. from everybody else and just clobber yeah. Ty Dillon. <laughs> yeah. So there's um, I do want to talk about one last thing before we kind of move on. Uh, what do we think of Codon? It's been kind of been two years of like normal Actual races. Racing. Uh, what do we think of it on the NASCAR schedules? 
I personally really the last the, the restarts at the end of the cup race were weird. I can take it or leave I it. Like I like yeah. I like the racing. If it went away, I wouldn't be upset. But I do like the racing. I do like this track as a cup series track. If if we didn't throw yellows for every single like restart spin, I would be totally fine. Oh, there was debris. Like, I, yeah. yeah. If we found a way to to clean that up, I like it a lot more. Um, and I've liked Coda, but just it's so long that sometimes it feels like you're just pacing forever, and it's really frustrating. So I I can take it or leave it. I think Austin is a big market that they're trying to get a better yeah. sh- sh- footing in. So yeah. I think it's probably important to have this race there, especially because you're not racing at Texas twice a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people in Austin, awful. a lot of people in Austin really embrace like Austin things too, and Circuit yeah. of the Americas is like decidedly like mm-hmm. an Austin Texas thing. And so, keep Austin weird. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a thing. So that's yeah. that goes against our cardinal rule. Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, it, yeah, yeah it's gotta brutal. get rid of it. Sorry, yes. Coda. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's fun while it lasted. It was a good run. Yep. Sorry, uh, University of Texas Longhorns. It's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. You're out of here. Oh, oh, oh. Deuces. I don't watch college sports, but I do. I need, to, I need to clip that and make that a gif. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you to do that a little more defined, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. Send it to Darren. Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that I actually get around good. to doing that. Um, <laughs> poor Darren, he's taking he's taking a couple shots today. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, no no crazy news. So let's get right into the picks. The Truck Series uh, Saturday night gonna head to the Texas Motor Speedway for their standalone event at the track that sucks. Um, I don't know what you guys got. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a refresher on the truck series. I'm Hang getting on. the entry list right now. I'm gonna see. Yep. Bless uh, you. Alright, thank you. Um Truck Series, who's picking? Uh I picked I think I got Zane last week, so I'll go last. Hmm. Okay. I'll take uh I guess Matt goes first because this guy didn't even make the race. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Christian Eckes. Good pick, good pick. Um, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> Let me get uh... Haley. Haley Deegan. I was thinking just, about taking Haley. Gotta have a good punches. finish at some point. Yep. Um, it's gonna happen one of these days. Yep. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna take Zane Smith again. Oh, I'm screwing something up. Hold on. Uh oh, what'd you do? I'm screwing things up on our sheet. We need technical difficulty music. Alright, IndyCar Series. That's not even correct. Hold on. There we go. That's correct. I'm going to pick first. I'm taking Pedal Award. Willpower. Stingray Rob, it's gonna work out this time. What number is he? 18? I think he's 51. <laughs> <laughs> Hang okay. on. I don't know what number he drives. Alright. <laughs> Can't 
can't wait for that parade. That's going to be, be a great uh, parade. It would be really funny if it was like Davy 12, Joe 5, Matthew Sting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 51. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Yeah. Um, Xfinity. So, Davy, you won because mm. I think you picked AJ last week. So, you got to go last. Mm. It's always really funny to like look at these like the the entry lists or whatever and you see crew chiefs who used to be like winning races in the cup series and then what they're doing now you're like oh man i remember when steve addington and kyle bush were dominating and now steve addington has to crew chief for chris hacker <laughs> oh is he in the 38 this week yeah oof brad parrot is kyle sieg's crew chief that's another good one jason ratcliffe's crew chiefing for showcraft jr oh no <laughs> Yeah, Jason Radcliffe's oh been just—he's been—he's been stewing down there in Xfinity the last couple of years. Oh, oh, there's somebody on the truck one that I saw too that I recognize. Oh, Scott Zipadelli is Corey Himes' crew chief for Tricon. Um, oh, Danny Jason Stockman's Radcliffe. on Nick Sanchez's truck. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Patty's on the 51 truck. Wow. Is he doing both of them? Oh, or no, that's Brad Parrott who I was thinking of. Yeah, Brian Patty for it's crew chief and for Jack Wood. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great combo. Yeah. Um, mm. so Matt, who you got for Xfinity? Uh oof. Um It's gotta work for Sheldon Creed one of these weeks. I'm telling All you, right, it's gonna I'm happen. Pick Sheldon eventually. Creed again. I'm gonna take <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm gonna take John Hunter. <laughs> that's a really good pick. Mm. Sammy Smith. Amy Smith, 18 car. All right, Davey. Now the Cup Series from Richmond. Sunday afternoon. Oh, boy. Crazy. Great racing. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Who you got? Great racing. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> we go Ryan Priest. This is where you hope that he has speed, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt, who you got? I'm going to go with... Uh, who, who am I going to go with? Uh, Truex. Matt takes Truex. I am going to take Brad Keselowski because I'm going to hope the Phoenix wasn't a farce. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I know the finishing yeah. result he got there was. Because, uh, <laughs> transmission went, haha, not going to shift. Yeah. I remember that. I was so mad, man. I thought of you when it happened. And they didn't even pay attention to nope. it when it happened as well. They were like... They were like talking about Brad all day in that race. They're like, "Oh, look at you know, this is just all the improvement the RFK, blah 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 blah." And then I just watch him just die on the restart because they had that <laughs> camera that I think they used the helicopter camera for the restarts at Phoenix just so because then you could see all the fan out. I mean, you just see Brad just oh, there he goes backwards. Oh, twenty seconds. <laughs> oh, ran top ten all day. Twenty second place finish. Woohoo! Yep. Sounds sounds about right for Brad for the last year or so, unfortunately. Gotta gotta finish six never quits. Hashtag <laughs> six never quits. <laughs> um, honestly though, if if you're you're probably looking at maybe some Toyotas to do well this weekend, hopefully that's again the hope for them, because uh, I believe they I think Tyler finished top five. Then he had decent speed. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Cvell had decent speed. Um, obviously Hendricks just really quick everywhere. Maybe they'll cool down. Maybe they won't. Probably not. Look out yeah, for Josh Berry. Finished third at Phoenix. Yeah. 
Or not Bell, think, sorry, do you think Josh Berry has a good shot on Sunday? At least top 10. Yeah. I think he'll run well. So okay. I think he's getting more and more comfortable as, as the weeks I'm, go on. So I'm intrigued to see how he does. I'm surprised they're not putting a dirt guy in the car for Bristol. Uh, probably safer to go with Barry for that one. Probably, but it's probably like yeah. a safer bet. I thought maybe, maybe like they'd get think. Brad Sweet in the car or something. Since they he's a Napa driver, that. but he's a Napa they driver. Would they would not do that. I know. But Casey, he's a Napa Casey driver. Casey Kane, perfect. Hendrick, Hendrick would not. Hendrick would maybe go for Casey Kane, but Hendrick would not put a dirt guy in there. I don't think. They they want to go. They, they Hendrick is like such a historically safe team as in terms of like their they're like risk taking. Bringing back Jeff Gordon because Exalto was like we don't want Alex Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> my point exactly or maybe it wasn't There's, exalta maybe it was nationwide it was one of them one of them didn't it, want it him. was uh no it was exalta yeah and still my point on, exactly and then exalta stuck on as a sponsor for another year under purely circumstances of oh fine so <laughs> well junior had one more year after that yeah too but then yeah then they then they stuck around for a year with bowman yeah um yeah good old hundred yeah i was like genuinely still in shock that they put jordan taylor in the in the car so but and that one i that one i think is safe on the level of like he's been working very closely with hendrick employees who have been doing the garage 56 yeah yeah which it's weird how all those drivers there were in the garage 56 car they're like yeah this the, the garage 56 car doesn't translate at all to the cup car doesn't translate at all they're lying to you <laughs> They're lying. I hope so, man. They're lying. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, these track attack cars, these are just cars we threw together. It's just a, a spectator experience. <laughs> They're lying to you. They're lying. What are they doing, See Davey? You. Davey, are you, are you telling me that a team in the Cup Series is cheating? <laughs> that would, no They're way. lying to you. <laughs> They say that it's not like the next one, but they're <laughs> lying. It's a lie. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. This is this is unbelievable. But Davey, Davey the Garage 56 car is like three seconds faster lap time. Obviously, that means nothing translates, right? They're <laughs> lying, Joe. It's got bigger brakes. Yeah. They're lying. It's got headlights. They're lying. Okay, anyway. Uh... Uh, in case you couldn't tell, in case you couldn't tell, everything that they're saying about the about the translation between two cars is absolute nonsense. BS press release nonsense, gobbledygook. Don't well, listen to like, it. I was gonna say it's like they can't come out and be like, yeah, it gives us a huge advantage. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oscar is just gonna. But it was yeah, just weird to hear. The next yeah. car. It was weird to hear like Jensen Button, like go like, yeah. Well, it that's because Chevy's probably paying him like, don't say a word or you're out of the car for Lamar, yeah, I swear to God. They're saying that <laughs> Joe Gibbs is like hooking Jensen Button up to a lie detector test to make sure like <laughs> all these other team owners. Them. Yeah, Joe, all these other team owners got these guys like they, they got should. ears and eyes everywhere. They, they, they bugged the rooms. They probably do. I bet they do. A little bit. In some way. <laughs> Maybe not like so, you know, spy movie-esque, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Nobody tell them about that time Andy Petrie's car had DRS on it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they freak out. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
that's all we got for this week's edition of the Fake Racers Podcast. As always, cannot thank everyone enough for tuning in this week. We hope you're going to have a fantastic week. You're going to enjoy all the racing this weekend because there's a lot of it. F1's also racing. I don't know where, somewhere in the world. Uh, Melbourne, Albert Park. It's actually going to be a good race. Watch, watch this one. Is this yeah. one? This is one of those 1 a.m. races too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know because it's, it's Australia, like, so it'll be like 2 a.m. or something. Hold on. Oh, I know it'll be like 10 a.m. My time. Albert, yeah, it'll be like 1 a.m. Albert Park. Oh, we late. late night. We're looking us. it up because these these races are the most fun to stay up for. Yeah, one a.m. One a.m. Yeah, Australian Grand Prix is always good. Always good. So uh, that's also out there. We're not going to pick it because we already all know who's going to win it. Probably. Mm-hmm. So doesn't even make sense to pick it at this point. Red yep. Bull. Red Bull. Red Michael Bull. Schumacher. Or yeah. Yep. <laughs> Michael Schumacher. Good job, Davey. Good job. <laughs> Not gonna make a joke. I'm just gonna move on from. No, go ahead and make the joke. <laughs> nope, because <laughs> it'll make me sad. Uh... <laughs> Folks, again, can't thank you enough for watching, listening. Remember, you can follow us on social media on Twitter at Fake Racers. Uh, Davy will make the posts. Well, Davy will be active with the Fake Racers account. I am officially granting him whatever authority he wants to make social media posts. I'm gonna put all my racing takes on there then. Okay, go for it. Ones ones that you might disagree with. That's fine. Yeah, I'll make I'll make the first one right now. That's fine. I don't care. Interactions, content. That's what we need. I'll make the first one right now. <laughs> Joe. Um, so again, check that out. We're on YouTube at JTN2. You can also follow the mothership at Johto Network on YouTube as well. Uh, you can follow Davy at Davy Hazard on Twitter. Twitter. At D7H5 on Instagram, at D7H5er with an ER at the end on Twitch. And I'll yep. have the, you can probably still watch his Sebring stream replay if you want to go check that out. Uh, Matthew, you can follow him on Twitter at msteelman51. And that's about it. Yeah. So, um, and again, all, at Joto Network, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, we make it pretty uniform for you. Make your lives easier and <laughs> mine as well. Davey's posting, cooking something up. Go check that uh, out on already, Twitter. It's already cooked. It's up. It's already it's cooked. The goose is cooked. Refreshed. Go look at it. Again, folks, can't thank you enough for watching <laughs> listening this week. And we'll see you guys next time on the Fake Racers Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye.